Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of God Girl on a Mic. This episode um, is coming out a little later than I wanted, but that's okay. I feel like it's better to have my thoughts collected and just to be more put together for myself um, than try to rush an episode out. Um, So anyway, if you were tuned in two weeks ago, Uh, We were talking about how I just had this revelation that I I didn't like myself and the way I treated people. Um, And I also didn't really trust people all that well. Um, I know I was working through it. I personally have not, like, listened back to it since I recorded it. So um, I need to do that as well to, I guess, refresh. But pretty much the state of where I was in it just wasn't a healthy actually I would actually it the the mindset that I had was not healthy um but the help that I sought when I was like in that state of mind was really healthy which I think was part of the reason um I was able to come out of that thought process but if you haven't listened to it it was pretty much Um, I've been in therapy and I've been learning about my love language um, or my love style, excuse me, and how I, you know, look to receive or, you know, try to manipulate people into loving me. Um, And I took a test that my therapist had given me and it came back that I was a vacillator, vacillators, um, all in all we can be very manipulative sometimes um we are similar to people pleasers in the way that we will try to do things for people um but different because if the result of that experience or that situation or that transaction whatever that is um comes back and we are not pleased with the results as in this person is not giving us the love that we wanted to receive the way that we wanted to receive it, then we can get resentful. Um, We get pretty angry and we'll kind of give up and stop trying. We'll disconnect from people and kind of go into our own world and repeat that cycle um, over and over and over again. And um, vacillators usually don't have that deep of connections um, when they are at their worst um with people so (laughs) yeah it was all in all it was something that I was very surprised to learn um I thought I was prepared to kind of learn it but after like sitting with the results and reading the how we love book which is really really good um it's by Milan and Kay Yurkovich if you haven't had a chance to check that book out do so it's really really good um but anyway after reading especially the chapter on the vacillator and just, I don't know, doing some critical thinking of my past relationships with people. Um, I just went into this really like downward spiral and I was just very like, I don't like myself. Um, at first it started off as like, I don't like other people. They hurt me. And I don't even know if it's worth it to try and be in relationships with people. That's where my mind was at. Um, And then it kind of progressed to, but I'm the problem, I'm the issue, and I don't like myself. 
and I don't understand how other people could love me. Um, so anyway, long story short, I learned that I love to self-sabotage. Um, so that is, I guess, some of who I am um, without Jesus. And seeing a glimpse of that, I think, kind of definitely made me feel lost, um, confused, hurt, very, very sad. Um, so this past, like, kind of two weeks, I kind of just, like, took time to be with myself and Jesus. Um, and I was wrestling with the thought process process of, like, I am not a good person. Um, and that made me feel even worse because I feel like I have this perfect version of myself in my head. And I try to attain that. And when I can't attain that, it makes me feel bad. And so learning about, you know, um, how I maybe received love in certain areas of my life um, and how I give love, I think it wrecked me because it's not perfect. And this definitely did not fit within the confines of my perfect version of Yvette. And I can't say like I know what the perfect version of Yvette is, um, but I know that I was trying to attain it. Um, And this has this learning that you know I have these tendencies of a vacillator um, maybe there were things in my childhood that led to that I think that really made me feel hopeless um, but I remember like I was telling my therapist I was like this is actually good because I had this perfect version of myself that I was looking to attain by myself Um, and I didn't need anyone else's help and this has wrecked me and it's, it's wrecked me to the point of like throwing up my hands and being like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I need your help, Jesus. Like, there's no way that I can get through all this like childhood, um, these issues and trauma and all that stuff. I can't get through that unless I have you like I don't know what I'm doing and I was telling my therapist like that's that's the point that this has brought me to and it makes me feel like I'm normal it makes me feel like I don't have to have it all together you know there's no way for me to have it all together and I've realized like Jesus doesn't expect me to have it all together um so I've just kind of been meditating on who Jesus is um in my life these past two weeks. And I think it's brought me to this place now where obviously everything's not perfect. You know, um, I'm not like, oh yeah, and now I'm just totally fine with who I am and all that stuff. I think I'm still working through a lot of stuff. Um, But even in this moment, I think the best thing about going through all of this hard crap is that Jesus is here and not only is he here, but he is perfect. Um, I went to a worship night the other night and there was a scripture that they shared and it really like, it resonated with me. And it resonated so much that like, 
it's it's now one of my favorite scriptures <laughs> it's like you know how when you hear something and you're just like yeah i need that like so this this um scripture that i'm gonna share really quickly just brought my attention back to jesus even more um during the worship night but it's james 4 um and it's verse 6 it says but he gives more grace therefore it says god opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble um submit yourselves therefore to god and obviously you know reading i i I haven't read all through james 4 um and I don't know what the context of James 4 or this verse was, but um, just pertaining to like that scripture, but he gives more grace. That one sentence, it just like stuck out to me because that's what Jesus is in the business of doing. He gives more grace. And it it makes me think like, we have all these problems we have all these issues that need to be sorted out the things that you know we've been dealing with for life you know the things that we're anxious about the things that we just we try and try so hard to like fix and to do right and we just can't and we're trying and like to attain this like once i get here i'll be fine and i can just breathe and I think this scripture just brought back to my remembrance like number one I don't think there's ever going to be a moment where I'm just like okay like this is the perfect moment for like this is everything now I think Jesus in the middle of everything gives more grace and in every moment there's never going to be a perfect moment to be a perfect person like you are who you are and by the grace of God you are who you are and Jesus loves and he cares for you and that scripture but he gives more grace just reminded me of how Jesus is never empty like he's always willing number one he's always willing to love right he's always looking to love he wants to love but he has an endless it's endless like there's no there's no cap on how much he can give and one more thing that I was telling my therapist I was just like look like Jesus like absolutely wants to be in this relationship with me and he he has an endless supply of love of grace of patience of joy of goodness for me to draw from um his bank is never empty and I was like you know like one of the the, that's one of the amazing things about Jesus is like he's never he never gets tired of of loving me he never has to take a moment and be like okay I need to take a moment for myself you know and then you think about how crazy you think about how crazy that is like think about that person in your life that you have been constantly like trying to love and um trying to give grace to and you know you've been doing your best but there are some times where you're just like look i need to take a break or i just you know i i need to take a breather take a step back from you i need my alone time i need to pray i need to seek god like i can't do this you know if you've ever gotten to that moment where you're just like i can't i feel like i can't do this jesus is never at that moment 
he's always like, I'm ready. Like, here you are. You want more? I've got more for you. And I think that's amazing, especially because you think about how hard that is to do with just one person. But Jesus is in relationship with so many people and he wants more. He wants more. Um, Not to say he's not satisfied with who he has. He loves us, but he wants everyone to know his love. And I think Jesus knows, and this is just my opinion, not my Bible, but I think Jesus knows that like in our humanity, there's no one that could ever love us the way that he does, you know? There's no one who can give to us what he can give. And I think that's one of the reasons that he wants us to know him. It's not just because, you know, he wants to be um, praised and and worshipped, which he does and he deserves that. But I think it's also like he knows what we need. And it's like, look, like, let me just provide for you. Let me just be that for you. Like, I can do that for you. Like, he's up. He's up for it. It's it's not a challenge for him. Like, what we think is a challenge is not a challenge for Jesus. He's like, let me, let me do that. I can do that for you. I can be everything that you need me to be and more. You know, isn't that crazy? Like, you think with your humanity, like, I think we have I think we think that we have this like understanding of the world that's solidified and um you know oh especially like as we discover more about life and things like that it's like oh yeah you know I I've got it but it just takes that one experience in life to just completely unravel everything that you thought you knew and the thing is, like, that thing, that one experience, it doesn't it doesn't stagger Jesus. It's not a surprise to him when this happens. Like, he, he's got you. He knows what to do. And I think that's just, like, the amazing part. Um, and he's so loving and he's so caring and he's so willing to always be there. Um, which excites, excites, excuse me, excites me. <laughs> um... But all of that to say, like tying that into that thought process into just everything I'm learning about how vacillators give and receive love. Um, I think that that part right there, the part about how Jesus still wants me, shocked me and it, it took me back. I started this thought process of like, how could anybody love me in this state? It's almost like I had to relearn myself all over again. And after relearning myself, I had to decide that I loved myself all over again. It was like the person that I thought I was, I had started to love. And I think that's another reason why it was so hard for me to accept this was because like I had this expectation of who I was. I knew I wasn't perfect, but I wasn't that. And after reading this chapter and talking to my therapist and really meditating on this, it, 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 it wrecked everything that I knew 
or I thought I knew about myself and it's like I was starting from scratch um but I am just so happy to say that like Jesus has been my foundation in all of this you know and even as I'm learning to love myself now um where I'm at I still have joy I still have peace because I have Jesus and he's not going anywhere. My identity is found in him. And so these things that I associate with um, and maybe the, the experiences that have been taught, the way to love that, that has been taught to me um, over my life, like I can still go back to who I am in Christ and be like, oh, but that's not me. Like that's not who Jesus called me to be. That's not who he says I am. And even though I may have these experiences and I may have these tendencies, I'm a child of God, first and foremost, you know, um, and remembering like who you are and your identity in Christ is super important, especially in such a wrecking experience, like going to therapy and learning um, about these experiences, because it can really sidetrack you and like take you on a different route. Like I didn't know how dark therapy could get um because it can really unravel you if you do it right um but in the best way possible and that's what i've asked god to do is like unravel me refine me in the best way possible so in order for you to make new space or space for something you have to clean out the old stuff and sometimes you have an emotional attachment um, to a certain way of thinking you have an emotional attachment to you know a certain way of doing things and Jesus is like look if you want me here you know if you want to make room for me we're gonna have to get rid of some crap it's like cleaning your room you know it's like I think of cleaning my closet and I think of like how excited I get when I buy new clothes um, but then I always make the deal with myself, like, look, if you want these new clothes and you want to hang them up in your closet and wear them this season, then you have to get rid of some stuff. And sometimes it sucks to purge your closet because you have memories of, you know, like things or where you wore it or like, oh, I can wear this again to this. But it's just like, look, you you made a commitment to buy these clothes and now you have to purge your closet and get rid of other stuff that is is there in its place and it's you know you don't have enough room um and so that's how I think about my life with Jesus is like if I'm making room for Jesus I have to get rid of some other crap you know I don't have enough room for Jesus and my old way of thinking Jesus and my old way of living Jesus and you know um my old way of treating people like he wants to occupy every single space, every single crevice, every single crack. Um, and he wants to consume. And I want to let him, I want to give him that space, however much space he wants. And so this is part of that process. And it sucks, it's hard, but you know, he's not leaving me alone to deal with it. Like he's going through this stuff with me, you know? Um, which I think is beautiful because who, I mean, like, who accepts people the way that they are and loves them unconditionally? Unconditionally. 
you know my experience with people although you know there are a lot of great people in life I don't know if I've ever met anybody who has 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 never has has loved me unconditionally not the way Jesus has not with the the same um capacity I would say I think there are people who strive to love unconditionally in my life and who do that through Christ um but they're not perfect and I would never expect them to be but I don't think I could pinpoint one person that's like you have loved me unconditionally through every season you've stuck by me you've been with me every single season of my life the way that Jesus has so there's just no way there's like you can't do it there's no way and there's no expectation on them to do that either um but anyway I just wanted to share my thoughts and and get that out um I have been continuing can continuing this thought process and as more comes I am willing to share and excited to share with you guys um but I just wanted to encourage you guys like if you're on your own healing journey whether you're in therapy or you know just whatever you're doing um I'm just praying that you are coming out on the other side of that um that you weigh the cost of the healing you weigh the cost of going through that hurt and that pain to um, become a better version of yourself you know you have to get uncomfortable to grow there's no way that you can grow and not be uncomfortable um, so I'm in, I'm I'm here to encourage you I hope that you know through this process you can find joy you can find moments of peace of hope um, and just know that like nobody's perfect and Jesus does not expect you to be he wants to be in fact he doesn't want you to be perfect he wants to be everything that you're not um and he gets the glory from that and just allow him to take up space in your life allow him to unravel your past allow him to just consume every inch of you um and just be just be in that process I promise you it's the best thing that you've ever decided and obviously you know you're gonna cry you're gonna hurt whatever but just just let Jesus be there for you anyway I hope you guys have a good week thank you for tuning in if you haven't listened to any of the other podcasts on um, season two make sure to do that because you know we got some good thought processes we got some um good co-hosts co-host episodes i also wanted to shout out my instagram um it is at god girl and a mic podcast no it's god girl and a mic podcast um on instagram so if you want to check it out you can also do so as well i try to post consistently on there um we're working we're getting better but not perfect anyway love you guys bye